Hey, Shalom and welcome to the third series of Medrash Morsels. These are short, meaningful, and sweet chunks of Medrash designed for the whole family. Medrash Morsels for Parshas Vayeshev. Children, the Medrash Tanhuma in this week's Parshas Vayeshev tells the story of the Kusim. Do you know what a Kusi is? It's a person from a foreign nation called Kuta. Kusim are mentioned in Mishnayis a lot. The beginning of the story goes back to the days of the first Beis HaMikdash in Eretz Yisrael. There were two kingdoms in Israel. The ten Jewish Shvatim in the north had a king named Hoshea ben Elah. In the south of Israel was Yehuda and Benjamin. Their king was a righteous Chizkiyahu HaMelech from David's family. That's twelve Shvatim, ten in the north and two Yehuda and Benjamin in the south. But the northern kingdom was wicked for many generations. They sinned to Hashem, who had taken them out of Mitzrayim. Hashem had issued warnings to them through the Nevi'im, the prophets. But the Yidin in the north just didn't listen. They had stiff necks, and they didn't want to accept rebuke. No, they would rather not change. The ten tribes went after the worthless ways of the Gentiles, and they became worthless Hashem's patience came to an end, and so he sent Sancheriv Melech Ashur to oppress them. After a few years, Ashur had captured all of the Yidin who had lived in the north of Israel and forced them to leave, even their king, and they all went lost. The ten Shvatim, the Aseras Shvatim, went lost Ad Hayom Hazeh until this very day. The king of Ashur had captured nearly the whole world, and his strategy was to exile people from their homelands. So now the north of Israel was uninhabited. Nobody lived there. It was empty. Sancherev Melech Ashur forced foreigners to go live in Eretz Yisrael. These foreigners were from Kuta and other places. They were Goyim, and they moved into the empty cities that the Jews had to leave behind. The capital city in the north and the area around it was called Shomron. The Kusim moved into Shomron. There were many empty cities that the Kusim moved into. In the beginning, the Kusim didn't fear Hashem. So, Hashem sent a lion plague. The lions were devouring the Kusim. It was like Makas Oroiv just with lions only. Sancheriv had tax officers and governors over the Kusim to control them. These governors came to Sancheriv to tell him what was happening in the north of Israel to the Kusim, that they were being devoured by lions. There's a plague. Sancheriv was thinking what to do. He called the Zikne Yisrael, some of the old Sadikim, to meet with him. He asked them, I don't understand. All the years, hundreds of years, you Jews lived in the land of Israel. I never heard of any wild animal plague. Why now is there a lion plague? The Zikna Yisrael thought, This is our chance to come back home. They told Sancheriv like this, The Holy Land only tolerates the holy people. But those idolaters, they don't learn Torah, and they don't even practice Gemilus Chassadim. Chassad. Sancheriv said, you want me to return the Yidin to Israel? Not a chance. Don't even think of it. So, kids, 
the Zikne Yisrael's plan didn't work. Still, it gave Sancherev an idea. I need two volunteers from you gentlemen. Choose among you two men to go teach the Kusin the laws of your God and to convert them. Kids, we know the names of these two teachers. The Medrash says they were Rabbi Dostai Baryanai and Rabbi Sovaya. They opened up a yeshiva to, to teach the Kusin and to be a Megayar the Kusin. But that conversion wasn't valid since they didn't stop worshipping their idols. The Kusin feared Hashem. Those lions made them afraid of Hashem. But they worshipped their own gods as well. Kusim Gerei Arroyos and the lion plague had stopped. These Kusim stayed in Shomron in the north of Israel during the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash and during the Purim story. After 200 years of the Kusim being in Eretz Yisrael, the Beis HaMikdash was already destroyed and the Purim story already happened in Shushan. Ezra HaSofer was leading back the Bnei Yisrael from Bavel back to Eretz Yisrael. And he had a helper, Zeru Bavel, who was also one of the Gedoli Ador. Remember? Gates Bavel, Zeru Bavel. And Yehoshua Kohen Gadol was a third leader. And there was a person named Nehemiah, who also, they were leading the Yidin back to Eretz Yisrael and rebuilding the Beis HaMikdash. They had permission from the king of Persia. But then, for some reason, the Kusim, they must have been jealous or something. They lived in Shomron, and they saw what was going on in Yerushalayim. Those, these Kusim, they were now known as the Shomronim. They gathered an army of 180,000 men, and they came to battle against the people rebuilding Yerushalayim. Besides, they tried to assassinate Nehemiah, who was one of the Gedolador. You know, Nehemiah. One of the books of Tanakh is his story, written by him, Nehemiah. Baruch Hashem, the Kusim didn't succeed in killing Nehemiah, but they did cause a halt in the construction of the Beis HaMikdash. For two years, there was no work. The Shomronim sent Loshon Hora letters to the king of Persia about the Yidin in Eretz Yisroel who were trying to serve Hashem and rebuild his house. Oy, what troubles the Kusim gave us. What did Ezra HaSofer do? He, together with Zerubbabel and Yoshua Kongodol, gathered all the Yidin to the half-built area of the Beis HaMikdash. He gathered 300 Kohanim. They were brought in with 300 Shofros and 300 Sifrei Torah and 300 Tinokos Shabbes Rabon, that means Cheder children, and they organized special Tikios and special prayers and chants by the, by the Levim. The Levim were singing special chants. This was serious. The words that they were saying was putting all the Kusim into Cherem. The Kusim were being excommunicated from Klal Yisrael. And the Shem HaMafurish was being uttered. Hashem's special name was being used to cut off the Kusim from our nation. This Cherem was being issued from the Beisdin in Shamayim and the great Beisdin down here on earth. The following three punishments came from Beistin against the Kusim, the Shomronim. Number one, a Jew is not allowed to eat their bread, even if it's all kosher ingredients. Pas Kusi, it's like eating pork. Number two, we don't accept any converts from the Kusim from now on. And number three, 
they won't have a chilek in techias hamesim. Meaning, in the future, when the tzaddikim come back to life, even the good kusim won't be zoicha. This cherem was copied down on parchment, and many copies were signed and sent all around the Jewish world. The Yidden, who mainly still lived in Bovel, all got the message loud and clear. Stay far away from those kusim. Be careful. They know a lot of Torah, and they do a lot of Jewish things because they were taught. But watch out. They are not loyal Jews. And when Daryovesh, the king of Persia, found out and read the cherem, he added a threat to the kusim. He said, Let the building of the Beis HaMikdash continue, and may the God, whose name is in the dwelling of Yerushalayim, knock over any king or people who causes any more trouble. He was a good king, Daryovesh. That was Daryovesh's curse to the kusim. And kids, what do we learn from this whole story? Here's one thing that Eretz Yisrael is very special. It's the palace of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. People who live there must be on their best Torah behavior. Those Kusim were wicked even before they came to live in Eretz Yisrael. Why suddenly did the lions attack them only because they came to Eretz Yisrael? They didn't do anything worse. Because it's bad enough to fool around in Chutzloretz. But you bring your foolishness to Eretz Yisrael? A chutzpah! It's the palace of the king. Don't rebel against the king right under his nose. Same like we learned about the Sodom and Amorah. Remember Sodom and Amorah, those two wicked cities that were overturned? Well, there were other wicked cities in the world that didn't get overturned and punished. But because Sodom and Amorah were in Eretz Yisrael, they were punished because they were in the holy palace of the king. So what do we learn from this? That when you go to live in Eretz Yisrael, you must become a greater tzaddik. It's Hashem soon, we'll all be there. For more stories, visit our website, musastories.com.